Cleveland podcast. I'm Dan Paletta. Thanks for joining us. One of the cornerstones of entertainment in Cleveland is celebrating a milestone as Jack Cleveland Casino turns double digits. It celebrates its 10th anniversary this year. Here to look back at the first decade, as well as to talk about some big changes coming with the arrival of legalized sports gambling here in 2023, is Scott Lockie. Scott serves as the senior vice president and general manager of Jack Entertainment here in Greater Cleveland. Jack Entertainment is the parent company of Jack Cleveland Casino and Jack Thistledown. Scott, thanks for being with us today. It's a pleasure, Dan. Thanks for having me. Scott, the original plan there was to talk about building the casino on the lakefront. In retrospect, do you think things may have turned out better as this 10-year anniversary hits, that this casino really landed in one of the city's most visible and frequently used spots in public square? Yeah. You know, I've always said that that we're we're, we're on the center of gravity in Cleveland, and it, we're, we're such an honor to be right here on public square. And you know, since our arrival, the revitalization of Public Square, it's, it's, we're just right in the center of everything in Cleveland. So it really has worked out well for us. I know that Jack isn't pulling every person who comes in to ask them, what are your plans for the day? But given how close Jack is to both Progressive Field and Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, is there any feel for how many people come in before or after a game just to spend some time at Jack? Yeah, it's quite a, it's, it's several hundred to, to in the thousands, depending on time of game, depending on day uh, of the game. You know, if it's a weekend, of course, that that number goes north of a thousand, quite a few during the week. We certainly get uh, some byproduct of that. But uh, yeah, it's uh, very unusual uh, for most casinos around the United States, certainly outside of Vegas, Atlantic City, those those destination casinos right down in the middle of everything. We get uh, we get to take advantage of, of, of all the activity downtown. It's great. What kind of things has Jack done to celebrate turning 10? Well, we spent the whole month of May. May twelfth was our was our official ten year anniversary. We spent the month of May both from an internal perspective, from with our team members. We've had several celebrations throughout the day, um, behind the scenes. We had a big celebration uh, for our day one team members. Two hundred and fifty six uh, team members that are currently here were were pre opening or day one team members. So we threw a big a big bash for them over at the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse on one of their off days, which was a lot of fun. And then throughout the course of May, uh, each weekend, we had several uh, guest components, promotions, drawings, $1,000 every 10 minutes on Saturdays. So really blew it up and uh, took advantage of that 10-year that mark. In 2020, Jack had to close for 90 days. What are numbers like in terms of visitors? Are we getting back to pre-COVID crowds? We are and we have. Uh, it, oh boy, I tell you, much like everybody else, it was a scary time. Uh, and that 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 unknown time during our closure was was uh, was interesting, but uh, as as many businesses uh, have have realized, uh, it, it it has come back uh, to pre-COVID levels, and and we're positioned really really well. It had to be frightening though. I, I think to myself, I could stream a concert from the Bob Stop or Severance Hall and pay for it, <laughs> or, or I could still order out food from my restaurant. But you got to go in the casino to play. You have to be here. You have to be here. Uh, it was, it was scary. It was, it was, uh, it was, you know, I'm not alone. Most people entered a time that they've never experienced for, uh, in their generation and perhaps hopefully never will again. Amen. So we're, we're on the other end of it, but, but we're doing well. We recovered well. How about in terms of revenue? How much, how did you do last year? We did well. Uh, you know, there was a lot of money in the system, uh, uh which, which certainly aided and helped. We, we, we did struggle with that retail, uh, you know, the, the games where there were zero fans in the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse or, 
or, or uh, the, the progressive field. And there wasn't a lot of stuff happening downtown. So, so really our core gamers uh, were, were still active here. Um, that retail traffic that we rely on with all the other things happening downtown, that was a slower start. But, but in general, we, we fared very, very well, uh, much, much better than we anticipated. So, so that was great. How much money does Jack give to the state in terms of taxes and fees? Do you have a feel for that? Yeah, well, uh, I guess if you look at the past 10 years uh, in aggregate, we're north of $700 million in tax revenue that has been generated for the school systems here in Cleveland and, and, and uh, the state uh, of Ohio. So it's, uh, it's gaining ground every day. It's a pretty big chunk, uh, but we're, we're happy uh, to be part of that. Does a lot of it still stay in, in Cleveland proper? It does. Yeah, yeah, quite a bit of it still stays in Cleveland. So it has been a, 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 a large, we're happy to be part of that large boost of the, the Cleveland economy for the past decade. You mentioned that you had a party for your these 10-year employees. How many people do you employ these days? We, you know, uh, our total headcount is, is is right around 1,000 people downtown, uh, much fewer at our at our Thistledown Casino, uh, Recino down in uh, uh, North Randall. But in total, Jack Entertainment, it's around 1,500, 1,600 uh, team members. Did you have to deal with the great resignation like a lot of other organizations? Yeah, we, we did. We are. We continue to. It's a, it's a challenge that has plagued every industry. Uh, I don't think anyone is, any industry has been without that challenge. So we continue to go through it. We feel as if it's getting a little bit better. Uh, our turnover rates are beginning to decline. Um, so, so, so that feels good. But, but uh, you know, we're still in the middle of it. So it's been a challenge. Sir, so are you, do you still need employees? We do. We have several, you know, particularly table games. Table games is our big business here uh, in our casino. It employs the most team members of any other department that we have. Uh, so so um, it's, everything's relative. We have the most open positions uh, in table games currently, both from a table games dealer uh, and, and when several table games leadership positions as well, uh, we are hiring for. So you mentioned Jack Thistledown. How are they doing? Are they, are they drawing pretty well? They are. You know, they, they very similar results. Uh, from Cleveland now, now they 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 have that competitive set being just seven miles north of, of uh, the other Racino uh, in in Cleveland, so that uh, gets a little more competitive down there. They didn't experience uh, some of the downtown economic factors, of course, uh, that, that that we challenged were challenged with last year, but uh, very similar to downtown. They have had uh, very similar upticks and upward trends in revenues since reopening, and they're just doing fantastic. Can you tell us about the relationship between the casino and horse racing? How does a casino help raise the level of, of, of horse racing? Well, it's it's uh, it, it was part of the uh, agreement on the the advent of gaming down at uh, Thistledown in 2012. Uh, it's a partnership between the Ohio Horse Racing uh, Association and and part of their you know part of our tax revenues go to the, the or our tax revenues of the casino go to the state. They have the same agreement, but then a, a portion of the the uh, VLT, uh, which is our version of a slot machine, goes to support horse racing as well. A certain percentage of that goes to support that industry. So it's a pretty great partnership that they've had that they have down there, and they run a hundred different hundred days of racing uh, every year, and, and and share that circuit with uh, two other racinos in the state of Ohio. I know one of the things in, in following racing is that it's it's raised the purses so that owners and trainers are more willing to run their horses at Thistledown, which makes it a better game. That's right. That's exactly right. And of course, Thistledown is the, the home of the Ohio Derby, which is a very large stake race uh, in Ohio, uh, which generates, you know, uh, a whole lot of traffic and, and, and both virtual uh, with, from a betting platform and, and locally the day of. It's a great race. 
you mentioned that table games are popular and you have the VLTs. What's the split like? Do table games bring in way more money than, than, than slots or is that even or? Yeah, that's an interesting question. Uh, the, 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 a good question. The industry, I've been in the industry for 18 years and, and slots typically makes up the large majority of revenues in a casino up to, up to 80 plus percent. And table games is, is a much smaller fraction of that. And uh, we learned very early on, this was one of the first downtown urban casino settings, uh, along with uh, uh, Detroit and, and St. Louis, Baltimore. I think we were, we were first uh, prior to Baltimore. But we learned very quickly that downtown urban casinos operate very differently uh, than other suburban casinos. And we originally set this casino up with with you know 2,000 plus slot machines. And, and, and I wasn't here uh, in the early days, but uh, I, I recollect low 60 table games, which was a large, large casino uh, in reference to you know, our sister properties in the suburbs, other suburban areas. So we very quickly learned that the demand for table games in the downtown urban setting was far greater. So, so uh, it took several months to reconvert a brand new casino to meet the demands of the gaming customer. And now we are at a 100 table games plus 26 poker tables and, and, and much, much, about half of the slot machines. So it was a very interesting learning of uh, this property in the early days. I, I, I would not have expected that. Do we know why it, that's more popular, the, the, the table games are more popular at that kind of casino? Yeah, as it, as it turns out, uh, it, it, being in a downtown urban property, you have a lot of residential pedestrian traffic that are, that are that live here. That retail with all the restaurants, the, the, the all the restaurants and the activities, Playhouse Square, concerts, Rock and Mortgage Fieldhouse, Progressive, Brown Stadium, uh, uh, the Browns games uh, at, at First Energy Stadium, all those entities spin off this young retail demographic uh, player, and, and and that younger demographic typically skews to table games as opposed to, to to slot players. So so it was an interesting learning here. It was a fascinating learning here, actually. So the the uh, slots to tables ratio here is significantly different than than almost all other casinos, absent you know Vegas and and and, and those primary destination properties. One million dollars, eight ideas, 1,300 improved connections to jobs. The Paradox Prize has made a significant impact on real people and businesses and has gone a long way in improving worker mobility in Northeast Ohio. Where to from here? Join the fund for our economic future on June 16th to celebrate progress and connect with ideas that can improve talent attraction and retention and lead to lasting change for the 4 million plus residents of Northeast Ohio. Register today for transportation and the quest for talent, putting the lessons of the Paradox Prize to work. Visit cranescleveland.com slash Paradox Prize. Scott Lockie joins us today. He is the Senior Vice President and General Manager of Jack Entertainment here in Greater Cleveland. Jack Cleveland Casino and Jack Entertainment celebrating its 10th anniversary. We're talking about that. And also, Scott, the big topic that everybody's waiting for is that sports gambling is finally coming to the great state of Ohio, January 1st, 2023. How's Jack getting ready to meet that need? Well, first, we're very, very excited, long awaited. You know, this has been in the in the uh, cooker for, for years now. So so we're very happy. We're pleased that that is finally through the state and the House and it's been approved. Uh, just yesterday, they, they, they put that universal start date as January 1st, 2023. So we are eagerly anticipating uh, the, the sports gaming in Ohio. Um, about two weeks ago, maybe not even two weeks ago, uh, uh, 10 days ago, we put up our construction wall we have begun uh, uh, the the process of building out our uh, future sports book, which will which will have 
include a, a, a gaming table gaming pit as part of the sports uh, uh, book. Uh, then, of course, all the typical things you would see from from a sports book, the relaxed leather seating, the overwhelming amount of audio visual uh, um, um, setup in the sports book, all the kiosks and it'll be uh, loose seating and, and tables. It will be a, a fantastic uh, experience for the sports better. Uh, to come down here and game, um, so so we're uh, we're getting rid of that. We've also introduced uh, uh, BedJack, which is our app-based platform, um, which which, which uh, will be used for for sports betting. That's already up and running, uh, free to play. Of course, sports betting is not legal until January first, but it's set up as if uh, it it feels and operates and behaves like a, uh, a sports betting platform, uh, but it's free. Uh, so you can uh, we call it a training camp. Uh, so you can get get a feel for how it is and get 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 ready for uh, you know how that uh, that experience will will evolve and, and process once that becomes legal. It's an interesting thought as we discussed since you're near Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, and I know people don't bet baseball the way they did in 1948, but people still gamble on it. That you'll be sure. close when people are going to the game to be able to come in and say, "Let me put ten dollars down and make the game more exciting for myself." Yeah, yeah. I mean, we certainly anticipate heavy traffic, heavy retail traffic, walk-by traffic during games. We already get quite a bit of uh, that pedestrian traffic pre-game, post-game, and, and, and that will just further be, be uh, uh, increased by the advent of sports betting. So it'll be very exciting. People want to be in an entertainment complex. People want to be in the casino with all the other ancillary benefits, the food, the beverage, the, uh, the, the, the promotions, and the other entertainment activities. So it will be just another piece of, of excitement as part of the entertainment complex of Jack Casino. If I understand correctly, there are three kinds of licensees for sports gambling done in classes. Can you explain the distinction? Yeah, there's there's the there, the licenses are approved for all casino, racino uh, licensures in the, in the state of Ohio. The sports, all professional sports venues also will receive a, have received, are in the process of receiving the sports betting licenses all across the state of Ohio. In uh, addition, then there was a, a uh, subset group of certain bars that will have been licensed uh, for uh, sports betting as well. I understand that online wagering is the largest percentage of the way people play, and that's why you have the app. But if I want to come into Jack and make a bet on the Browns game, how does that work? Do I go to a teller? Will I punch it in myself? Have you guys figured that out yet? Yeah, we, we're, we're yes. There's several. One of three ways you you're you're right. Betting through our application, BetJack, will be our, the predominant way in which someone will place a bet. You don't have to be on property to do that. You can you can place a bet in the comfort of your own home, which would be fantastic through our BetJack app platform. Um, and you can also do that within the confines of our sports book. Uh, sit down on one of our leather seats and, and, and use your phone to, to place as many bets as you like. We do have on uh, personal betting as well. We'll have a betting window uh, within the, the confines of our sports book where you can go up and to, to our sports uh, book team and, and place a bet. Uh, or we have kiosks all throughout the casino. We'll have kiosks, uh, many of them within uh, the parameter of the sports book itself where you can go in and self uh, place a bet uh, without the assistance of, of a sports book agent. So three different ways primarily to place your bet, but you're right. The BetJack platform will be the primary way in which most people take advantage of that. NFL, college football, college basketball, I would imagine, make up the biggest chunk of sports betting. But what if I want to bet on the Masters or the Breeders' Cup or Wimbledon? Or will you be you able can, to bet on those too? Of course, you can bet on those. You can you can bet on chess. You can bet on Gaelic sports. You can bet on snooker, which is a version, an early version of pool. I mean, there are there are endless ways <laughs> and, and sports uh, uh, that you can bet on. And we have them all 
uh, encompassed in a betting platform. So it will be fine. There is no shortage of ways in which you can place a bet, sports in which you can place bets for, and then the in in uh, game uh, um, um, ways in which you can place bets on on uh, how the game behaves, the outcome. So it will be it will be it will be fine. No shortage. I was only in Las Vegas once, and I happened to be there for the NCAA tournament, and the game just started. I was in the racino, the racing portion of the thing, and I hear people screaming their heads off. And I said, the game just started. They were betting on who scored the first basket. It's amazing. It, that, <laughs> that, that has become more, uh, more of the – within the, the, the betting platform of the, than the, just the win-loss game itself. It has, it has evolved uh, from, from the early days. I remember similar, uh, my uncle – betting as a child and betting on the win loss and, 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 and spending hours on Saturdays, college football. And if uh, here around today, uh, it would be, it would, it's a, just a nonstop action. There's so many things you can bet on. It's fascinating. It, is, it makes it so much fun. It makes the, the games go by a three hour game in seemingly 30 minutes. Interesting. Gambling of course involves setting lines. How do you get your lines? Will Jack generate their own lines where they come from Las Vegas? How does that work? We will. We have, we're in the process of, uh, setting up our sports, uh, a team, uh, and and uh, they will be setting the lines and managing the risk, and 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 uh, just just a a, a school of, of uh, individuals that we will have here in the system to to ensure uh, that that we are set up accordingly. Any feel for what kind of revenue this is going to generate? I know you have to have, see what happens first, but yeah, we will see what happens. We feel really good about it. Uh, uh, we, you know, we we closely monitor. Uh, the sports betting um, right of, of other jurisdictions, and, and they seem to be doing well uh, in most cases, overperforming what their uh, initial uh, anticipated revenues were. We don't think, uh, or we think Ohio will will operate very similar to that. So, although it is un, it's completely unknown. It's it's certainly a shot in the dark entering a very new industry that's never been never been here before. But we feel good about uh, the future of sports betting in, in Ohio for sure. Ohio took a long time to get casinos, as you well know, and this took even longer, it seems like. Are we finally getting past this perception? There, you know, there's always a group of people out there who say, you know, you shouldn't gamble, it's not, it's not good, or you know, but they don't see it as entertainment. Are we finally moving past that? People just saying, This is what I like to do? You know, I think we are. I think I think uh we're we're, we're getting I, I wouldn't say past that, because there'll always be a focus, a hard uh a focus on the problem gamers and and what we do to prepare for them and, and to have uh, uh, support services for them. And and we have always said and continue to say that we are in the entertainment business and, and we provide entertainment. And in the, the, the point in which it no longer becomes that for someone, we will assist and aid them uh, through the process that the state of Ohio has set up and, and, and other in our company as well to make sure it's a it's an enjoyable, pleasurable experience and not uh, not the opposite. So there will always be a focus on that and we'll never lose sight of that. Uh, because we'll ne- we'll never completely uh, separate ourselves from that. But in general, I think you're right. It, it's becoming a little more open, a little more understood, uh, as the state of Ohio has clearly observed many other jurisdictions uh, ahead of them. Scott, congratulations on the 10th anniversary. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much. Sorry, my pleasure. Scott Lockie is the Senior Vice President and General Manager of Jack Entertainment here in Greater Cleveland. Jack Entertainment is the parent company of both Jack Cleveland Casino and Jack Thistledown. He joined us for the Landscape, a Cranes Cleveland podcast. I'm Dan Paletta. Thank you for joining us, and we'll talk again soon.